All right, Chavre, we are concluding Perek Chaf Hey, and just to appreciate that we really began this theme from Perek Yudches. This is concluding the Ava Misuteres, and this week we're starting Perek Chavav, which begins the whole topic of Simcha that goes all the way to Perek Lamadal. Let's, uh, let's, let's begin by, uh, by sharing a story. In 1951, one of the Rebbe's doctors, or you can say the Rebbe's doctor, Dr. Seligson, which was for sure as a tzaddik nister, he got married. The Rebbe had a policy that he was only Masadr Kedushin, but tonight that the chassan will grow a beard. There were other conditions that the woman should cover her hair, and Dr. Seligson, at that time, was clean-shaven. He was mishpacha with the Rebbe. The Rebbe made an exception for him. And the Rebbe not got to explain that he got a heter. Because he was, he was marrying him because uh, he was family. Family is different. And during his Kabbalah's him, some people have the recording how the Rebbe was speaking about the theme of Mesir Nefesh. Now you have to understand that 1951 was just a few years after the war and we lost 6 million Yidin were murdered al Kiddush Hashem and during that Kabbalah Spanim there were other very Chashev Rabbanim and Rebbes and one of them took issue with the Rebbe he asked the Rebbe why are you speaking about Mesiras Nefesh now we just lost a, a third of the Yidin when al Kiddush Hashem so the Rebbe responded because the, because the Rebbe, the Shver, because the Friedrich Rebbe said that in America you have to speak about Mesiras Nefesh. And if the Rebbe said to do so, the Rebbe did what the Rebbe said to do. Now, this is really all connected to Tanya Perik Chafei. So let's quickly, a quick recap. After the Alter Rebbe spoke about the Benini, and the Alter Rebbe spoke about the ideal Benini is someone that through his Benanus, through contemplating and learning about the greatness of Hashem, we have the Koyach to really create new feelings of Ahav and Yirah. But then the Alter Rebbe was writing to Hasidim who told him they did all the Hizbainanus and they did all the learning. It's all nice, but they're not feeling it. So the Alter Rebbe began the Karev Elecha Dover Mo'oid because every Yid is born with an inherent, with an inherited Ahav and Yirah Hashem. And the Alter Rebbe says that this is, always expresses itself. If God forbid a Yid is being told to die Al-Kiddush Hashem, this is a big thing of the Alter Rebbe, even Yidin that are not observant. And even if you have a Jew that can God forbid say at that time in his or her life that they don't believe. Only Jews are Moisir Nefesh even if they live a life of not observance. And where is that coming from? It's coming from the Neshama. And we all have that. And the Alter Rebbe therefore says, Gavaldik, that's this week's Tanya, that think about it. Where do we have the mitzvah of going Al-Kiddush Hashem in the Torah? In Shema. Right? When Hashem tells us, There's times, but whenever Halacha says you have to go Al-Kiddush Hashem, a Jew has to give his life to, to God. So who did Moshe Rabbeinu speak this out to? So V'yahavta... And Vahoya is written in Chumash Devarim. Who was Moshe Rabbeinu speaking to? To Yidin that were about to enter Eretz Yisrael. When we entered Eretz Yisrael, if he wouldn't have made mistakes there, we would have been there 
We would have been there. Even though that we, that we failed, but we were there for almost a thousand years. We were there for 850 years. There was no need to go Al-Kiddush Hashem when we lived in Eretz Yisrael. We were secure. We had a land. We had Nevi'im. We had the Shaiftim. We had a Beis Amikdash. So that's the point of the Alter Rebbe. The Alter Rebbe explains that if a Yid, as we spoke about last week, will understand the real meaning of Achtus Hashem as the Baal Shem Tov teaches. That Achtus Hashem means that there is nothing other than God. Now there is saying those words and believing in it, and then there is living a life of Achtus Hashem. And the Alter Rebbe explains that whenever a Yid learns Torah, and whenever a Yid does a mitzvah, we are acting out the belief that there's nothing other than God. Nothing other than God means that this world is nothing other than an extension of God. How is this world an a extension of God when this world is behaving the way God wants the world to behave? Is when I do a mitzvah, I am becoming a manifestation of godliness in this world. When I'm learning Torah, I'm expressing godliness in this world. If a yid, God forbid, doesn't keep a mitzvah, at that moment, what is this Jew saying with his act that I'm denying Achtus Hashem? The emphasis is that the whole world is an extension of God. But if God doesn't want this to happen, then what does a sin mean? That I'm telling God, I know what you want, but I want something else. There is an eye separated from you. So if a yid contemplates of the fact that we will give our lives Al-Kiddush Hashem, and then when we contemplate the fact that every mitzvah is an expression of Achtos Hashem, and every Aveda, no matter how insignificant it might appear, is an act that denies, God forbid, the emes, which is that there's only God. If I connect my observance with, 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 with Mesiras Nefesh, then I can use the Kayach of Mesiras Nefesh to inspire me, to empower me not to fail in the negative and in the positive, to be inspired and to feel the Av and the Yiro by doing what God wants. That's the, that's the gist, that's the conclusion of Pedic Chofei. Now, the Alter Rebbe writes here a few very important things. One thing, which is a theme that the Rebbe repeated a lot, is that when we do a mitzvah, so we only experience us, our lives, as we are bound and ruled by time. We don't know, we don't know what it means to be above time. And therefore, there's a moment, there's another moment, I can do the biggest thing in this moment, I can fail the next moment. But as far as Hashem is concerned, God is above time. Either it is or it's not. And the Alter Rebbe says that if we would contemplate and we would realize that our expression of belief in Achtus Hashem through action, through mitzvahs, through learning Torah, isn't only something that we do at the moment that we do the mitzvah. As far as I am concerned, I put on tefillin this morning. Thank God for those few moments I was connected to God through the mitzvah of tefillin. When I took it off, I no longer have the tefillin. But Hashem is above time. Which means that my act of the mitzvah, as far as God is concerned, is forever. When you do something good, meaning ayid, when we do a mitzvah, it's an eternal act never goes away. It's always there. That means that the emesi yichud and achtus that we express through a yid doing a mitzvah is forever. That inspires a person to do a mitzvah even more. Don't think, well, it's only this moment. It's okay, this moment I will be connected. God forbid, the other moment I might not be connected. No. If you, every mitzvah that you do is nitzchi. Now, in reverse, says the Rebbe, since not doing what God wants 
which is something which is disconnected from God. Anything disconnected from God by default is only temporary because Hashem is forever. Emes is forever. Disconnect from God is death, is, is, is temporary. Sin is, is temporary. And ultimately we're all going to do tshuva. So a sin isn't forever. The mitzvah is forever when you know that you're doing something that is forever. Oh, you'll, you'll give it more chashivah, you'll give it more value, you'll be inspired to do it better. It's not just a little klein uh, that you're doing. That also is a way of viewing our reality that will, that will inspire us to do the right thing. You know, there were many chassidim, the Al-Tarebbe had chassidim that lived in big cities. Even though that in, that in Russia for many years, Yidin were not allowed to live in the large cities. It was a lot easier to be observant when you live in a village, or you live in LA, we're used to it. But people that lived in villages, when they would think about a Yid, that's from, that's living in LA, how can you be from in LA? So they asked the Psachasid, the villagers asked the Chassid for a city dweller, how, how are you observant? There's so much stuff going around you. So he says, you know I am observant, because I know that I'm a Chassid of the Alter Rebbe. Every time I was tempted to do, to misbehave, I used to say to myself, me? A chassid from the Alter Rebbe? I'm going to stoop down to do that. Ah, I'm, I'm a chassid from the Alter Rebbe. In other words, yeah, when the Alter Rebbe and Peter Chofei is speaking about the greatness that we have. So when I appreciate the greatness of every Jew, beginning with me, I'm also a Jew. I also have a neshama. I have the power of expressing the deepest level of Achtus Hashem by doing a mitzvah. That's who I am. That, that inspires me to do the right thing. And Bechlal, that's the way Hasidim approach, approach education, that when you build someone up, not if you do it wrong, you're going to get who knows what. Fakert, that you are so great and you have a neshama. So if someone as great as you are, you, you Mamela will do, will do even better. And this is the approach that Alter Rebbe is using for many people that is very effective how we can inspire ourselves to be the Benini, which means to be observant. Even if and when sometimes the inner person, the animal soul is shrying, I'm not in the mood of doing the mitzvah, think about what you will accomplish when you do the mitzvah and you will be inspired to do the mitzvah.